Nathan Hale History Stories Collection Nathan Hill was born in Connecticut in 1755. He was brought up by his Puritan parents in the fear of God and in obedience to duty. At the age of 16, Nathan left his native farm to enter Yale University. Here he soon became well-liked for his gentle nature, lively spirit, and studious habits. In spite of his youth, he was a leader in the affairs of his class and in all athletic sports. He graduated from college with honor and then taught school for almost two years. These were quiet days for the active young man. At this time, the people were talking a great deal about their troubles with Great Britain. In secret, bands of young men were even forming companies of militia. Suddenly, the news of the fight at Lexington came to the place where Nathan Hale was teaching. The citizens gathered in meeting, and he made a speech in which he said, Let us march immediately and never lay down our arms until we obtain our independence. The next day, he and many others enrolled to fight for Washington was in command of the Continental Army at Boston and soon sent for Hale's company. None worked harder than he at drills, or did more to keep the men cheerful in hardships. On New Year's Day, 1776, Congress made him captain for his bravery and faithfulness. In the following spring, Washington moved his army to New York. One night, Nathan Hale and a small band of men slipped out into the harbor where a British sloop lay. They boarded the gently, locked the sailors in before these knew what had happened. Then they sailed their prize past a British man-of-war and over to the American side. Soon after, the American troops were badly defeated in the Battle of Long Island. The army was half-starved and losing hope. The British general, Howe, was preparing to attack again. If Howe should win, the American cause would be lost. Washington saw that it was necessary to find out the British plans, or he would be caught and his army destroyed. A brave man was needed to go into the British camp to spy out their plans. No one was willing to go. Hell had been sick, but when he heard of his country's need, he offered himself. Friends pleaded with him in vain. The young officer took off his uniform and put on the clothes of a schoolmaster. Under cover of night, he was rowed to a place near the British camp. This was the last his friends saw of him. He spent several days with the British troops and got the needed information. On his return, he passed safely through the whole British army. He went to the spot where the boat was to come for him. There he waited until the boat came into view and then walked down to the water's edge to meet it. A dozen muskets were leveled at him. Instead of fellow soldiers, he found himself in the hands of the British. Hell was sent to New York immediately and placed before General Howe, to whom he said frankly that he was a spy. The British general wrote out his death warrant to be hanged tomorrow morning at sunrise. Not even the death of a soldier was to be his. His brutal guard refused to let him send a last letter to his people. Alone he spent the night without the comfort of friend or minister. At daybreak he was dragged forth to execution. A crowd of strange people had gathered to see him die. It is said that the officer asked him if there was anything he wished to say. 
Brave to the last, Nathan Hale answered, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. Thus, at the age of 22, died Nathan Hale, who held his country dearer than his own life.